the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Well, it's not unusual for murder to be at the top of the headlines in Columbus. This has been a record year for murders in the city, a second straight record year. We have, what, three weeks left in the year? A little more than three weeks. And we're at 186 homicides. Will we get to 200? Uh, No one wants to, but you cannot rule it out. Given the fact that three people died yesterday in a shooting, a gangland-style shooting. Their car riddled with bullets. It cost 22-year-old Charles Wade, 9-year-old Demetrius Walneal, and 6-year-old London Walneal their lives. A 9-year-old, a 6-year-old, a 22-year-old. The 22-year-old would be the headlines. That's a person with their life almost all ahead of them. But the 6-year-old and the 9-year-old, of course get the headlines because this is so outside the norm. But somebody being shot and killed in Columbus, Ohio is not outside the norm. Somebody being executed in public at an hour of the day when a lot of people are out and about is not unusual. We had a person gunned down sitting on one of the big red balls outside Target on the east side of town. We have an arrest in that case. No, we don't. And... Understandably, Columbus police are reacting with uh, shock, disdain, disgust at this. Uh, The words of um, LaShawna Potts spoken yesterday, uh, completely appropriate. We have two young kids who have been murdered. She said this at a news conference last night about 6 o'clock. This is unacceptable. Of course it is. I am, she said, I'll quote her, pissed. It's getting tiresome. This gun violence has to stop. Yeah. Yeah, but saying it doesn't make it true, and it's not Columbus Police's fault. I get her anger. She continued, they are babies. They deserve to be here. This mother is grieving. By the way, you could hear the mother wailing in the background. This family is devastated. There's nothing I can say to this family that will bring them closure. No, there isn't. There isn't. And... They're going to marshal all their forces, and they're going to try to find out who these two guys were that walked up on the car and just started firing indiscriminately. What what, what possible issue could they have with the children? The 9-year-old, the 6-year-old. The 22-year-old is a child. His brain's not fully developed. But he might have been mixed up in drugs. He might have been mixed up in who knows what. Or he might not have been. These guys might not just, just may not like him. Or it may have, they don't, it may turn out they don't even know him. Gang activity in Columbus, Ohio is rampant. We don't know, but it's entirely possible this was a gang initiation, right? So I certainly don't want to demean uh, the name 
of Charles Wade by saying that he was mixed up in bad stuff. He might not have been. He might have been a mistaken identity. Who knows? We don't know. And that's really the helpless part of this is we don't know. And here's the truth we may never know. Because about half of the homicides in Columbus are solved. So if 200 people get murdered, 100 people will get away with murder. And again, that's not the fault of police. You say, wow, it's their job. Yeah, it is their job. What? Are they psychic? They need cooperation from the people in these neighborhoods who know what's going on. I refuse to believe. I might be naive, but I refuse to believe that this can happen. And no one besides the two people who did it know something about it. I just don't believe that. And so the 50-50 chance here is that none of these people will have their case solved. The mother will not ever get the closure of knowing who did it and knowing that they are punished for doing it. Because... This is outrageous, and everybody's outraged by it, and everybody should be outraged by it. But we were outraged on May the 23rd when Olivia Kurtz, 16 years old, was at a party at Bicentennial Park having fun with her friends, celebrating, dancing. And somebody drove by and shot the gun indiscriminately into the crowd, wounded a couple of kids, and killed her on May the 23rd. More than six months ago. Do we know who did it? No. Has anybody been brought to justice? No. Does it get easier to solve it as every day goes by? No, of course not. It gets more difficult to solve. No one has come forward, and the general smart money would bet that no one is going to come forward. The people who did it have gotten away with it this long, which I'm sure they feel, and they're not wrong. that they're less likely to be caught now than they were the day after. And then on June the 25th, Mackenzie Ridley, 17 years old, like Olivia Kurtz, beautiful young girl, all of her life ahead of her, big dreams, ability to accomplish those dreams, a lot of people who loved her, a lot of people whose lives she impacted. She's at a party at a park on the east side, a squirt gun party. How much more innocent can it get than a squirt gun party? Well, somebody brought a real gun to a squirt gun party because somebody shot into the party and killed her. 17 years old. I mean, this is absolute. I mean, LaShawna Potts' words are right. They are babies. They do deserve to live. This is outrageous. She is fed up. She should be fed up. We're all fed up. But you can't just say, you know, this gun violence has got to stop. Yeah, well, okay, so what are we doing to get it stopped? Like, are we talking about the things that really lead to this kind of hopelessness, helplessness, lawlessness? Are we are we talking about those things? Or do we just talk about symptoms? You know, we got rid of the guns, man. This, uh, you know, those guns. Should we get rid of SUVs because some idiot drove his over kids and grandmas in Wisconsin? You know, if we got rid of SUVs, this wouldn't happen. Are we going to ever talk about discipline in the home? Are we ever going to talk about single mother rate and lack of fathers and 
lack of accountability and are we ever going to talk about horrible Columbus schools and instead of protecting our own backsides with teachers unions and all other kinds of things, fighting against charter schools that actually hold kids accountable, instill discipline, provide hope, show a path to the future. Are we ever going to stop fighting against that? Or are we just going to protect our own little corner of the world, and then when something like this happens, we go, wow, that's terrible. Yeah, it is terrible. <laughs> I mean, the deaf ear we turn to, like, real solutions. First of all, you know, what, what do they say about addicts? What do they say about addicts? You have to admit you have a problem before you can fix the problem. So we keep talking about, oh, yes, gun violence, terrible, terrible. There's all all this lawlessness. Yeah, it's terrible. But do we really want to talk about what the problem is? No, we just want to talk about, we're not going to put up with this anymore. Well, you are going to put up with it. You're going to put up with it as long as you continue to not address some of the real base issues. Okay? If you're not going to talk about consequences, discipline, if you're going to talk about no bail for people who are arrested, and you're going to have juvenile justices in the city of Columbus who say, you know, that that Operation Game Over thing where you're targeting black kids. No, we're targeting criminal kids who happen to be black. If you steal a car, you get arrested. If you're black and not stealing a car, you don't get arrested. But we have too many people who are interested in keeping the power that they have or getting more of the power they so badly want that they just throw platitudes and simplistic analysis at issues like this. And for somebody to walk up on a car and shoot into a car with a six-year-old and a nine-year-old, how does their brain get to the point where that doesn't bother them? That's a person who's never been disciplined, never been held accountable, doesn't fear being held accountable, or has such a rotten life that they figure, you know, jail is preferable. And heaven forbid, heaven forbid, which is ironic to say, that we ever talk about ingraining any element of faith into people's lives. Because, boy, you start bringing God into it and the church into it and godly values like discipline, wisdom, all those kinds of things. Oh, well, then now now you're just a wacko evangelical Christian telling me how to live. Maybe somebody should tell you how to live. If you think it's okay to walk up on a car, let's just start firing your gun in there and kill a six-year-old and a nine-year-old. So, very sad story. You would think that this would be such that uh, we would not continue to trivialize killing people, but, uh, well, that might cost you your uh, political agenda. I'll explain next on The Bruce Hooley Show. So, Aaron, I must warn you, and I must warn the listeners today. Um, I've decided to adopt a Christmas sock of the day habit, up to including and probably uh, past Christmas. 
because I like Christmas socks. I like wild socks. And the pair I chose today, unbeknownst to me, has a sensor in it that, if touched, plays a Christmas carol. But you did not know this. I did not when I put them on because the sensor was apparently I didn't contact the sensor. And so uh, then once I had them on, I walked up to my kitchen and they were playing. And I thought, well, it's time to take the kids to school. I don't really have time to go change the socks. I'll just be careful. I'll put the sensor on the outside of the ankle. Hopefully I won't rub against it. But if you indiscriminately hear Christmas carols during the show, that's where they're coming from. My Okay. Sock. Okay. Just so you know. <laughs> so uh, I try to introduce a little bit of levity because otherwise it's a really, really bad day in Columbus. And I'm not talking about the weather or the little bit of snow that's on the way. I'm talking about a triple homicide overnight. And look, all homicides are awful, terrible. Uh, they violate the law of God, of course. But when the ages of the victims are 22, 9, and 6, I think it understandably lands harder on all of us. So I am not surprised this happens. I am chagrined it happens, but this has been happening, a record murder rate for a long time. We're going to, we topped already last year's murder total, which was a record. Last night, it was like a quarter after 6 p.m. Shots fired, 6,600 block, Kodiak Drive, Winchester Lakes Apartments on the south side, east of Gender Road, north of 33. So, you know, not not a neighborhood you'd typically think of as, yeah, if I pick a triple homicide, that's where it's going to happen. And that's the problem with a record homicide total is you never know where it's going to happen because it's happening everywhere. It's happening everywhere. All three victims sitting inside their car, two guys walk up, start firing, no warning, no provocation. They marked that car. So they either mistook it for a car that had someone in it that they wanted to shoot, or this was the car of the people they wanted to shoot. Now, I can't imagine a six-year-old and a nine-year-old could do anything that would promote provo- provoke someone to shoot them. Had to be the 22-year-old. Or it could have just been a gang initiation ride or mistaken identity. Who knows? Who knows? These two guys hop back in a car, third suspect there, off they drive. No idea who did it. They're trying to find out. They've been trying to find out a lot of murders in Columbus. They solve about half of them. We've had teenagers murdered in drive-by shootings. I refuse to believe somebody knows nothing. Everybody knows nothing about this. Nobody knows, ah, I was the guy who shot into the crowd at Bicentennial Park. Ah, I was the guy who shot into the crowd on the east side and killed Mackenzie Ridley. You know that's true. Nobody's coming forward. They don't trust Columbus police, Bruce. Oh, they're brutal. Okay, so there you go. There's your rhetoric. There's your Andrew Ginther Police Oversight, Civilian Police Oversight Review Board rhetoric coming back to haunt you because you keep talking about how awful the cops are so you can raise your political profile, further your own agenda. People believe you what you say when you have a position of influence. Ah, And you got federal judges, Algernon Marbley, saying, oh, look at these cops during these riots in the summertime. I'm like, how dare they use pepper spray? Can't use pepper spray anymore. Can't use physical force anymore. Can't use batons anymore. They've neutered the police. So people have clearly no fear of committing crimes like this. It's not just here. It's in all of America's big cities. Oh, let me rephrase. It's in all of America's democratic-run cities. Right? Baltimore, 
Detroit, Chicago, Washington, D.C., New York City, Columbus, Ohio, Cleveland, Ohio, Cincinnati, Ohio. Are you noticing a trend? Yeah. Democrats, they always talk about, ah, you know, gun violence, gun violence, gun violence. Do their policies help fix it? No, they don't. The murder capital of America is St. Louis. St. Louis has had more murders the last six years than Baltimore, Detroit. They have a very special new mayor. Oh, she's really something. Her name is Tishara Jones. She's Harvard educated. She's a single mom. Her dad spent time in jail. She's a superstar in the Democratic Party. Why is she a superstar in the Democratic Party? Well, she's young and she's black and she's attractive and she's a single mom. You got a lot you can sell in terms of how she's overcome. What about her policies? Well, she'd like to cut in the murder capital of America. She'd like to cut $4 million from the police budget. And she's not alone. 20 major cities in the U.S. this year have cut funding for police. Cut it. And the murder rate is astronomical. And the left never really talks about this because, you know, you don't talk about your failures. You talk about your successes. But some of the messaging getting through about cops being bad, that's not the end of it. It's also the way that the left demonizes people. And I'll say it, they trivialize murder. Uh, Here's a teacher at a Pennsylvania high school who posted on Facebook. Oh, by the way, she's also a board board member of the National Education Association, one of the top teachers unions. She posts on Facebook that people who seek religious exemptions from vaccine mandates, well, they should be murdered. She said... They and their ilk deserve whatever comes their way, including losing jobs, getting sick, perhaps dying from this virus. But in the meantime, they're putting all the people around them in danger. I don't know why the Republican Party doesn't take those guns they profess to love so much and just start shooting all their constituents who think this way. It would be quicker and ultimately safer than putting me and my friends and family at risk. She's a board member of the National Education Association. The mayor in St. Louis says when the state attorney general said, I'm going to enforce the fact that you can't do vaccine mandates and mask mandates in school anymore. I'm going to enforce that. I'm not going to let any school force their kids to wear masks. This mayor of St. Louis, murder capital of America, said, Please help us. Our attorney general is literally trying to kill us. No, he is not literally trying to kill you. You are literally trying to kill people in St. Louis by cutting police funding. Wow. So much craziness out there. All of it on the left. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
the explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.